0: I'm chatting with Sam Michaela Swanee, Head of Product at f Wealth and Investments. So, McKellis, appreciate the time today. Structured products, I want to get into some of the myths around them, but I suppose we should first off start off with what is. It's kind of like, I suppose, a fancy ETF or even unit trust. It could have commodities or indices in it. It could have derivatives. It could have protection guarantees and even upside enhancements. They really are a basket of almost anything the issuer wants to include into it.
1: Absolutely. Hello Simon and hello to everybody else. Simon, I think quite important that structured products is basically a type of product that actually is designed to have a certain or specific payoff profile mm. so you are able to actually control the outcome of the product by using all those instruments they're talking about, you know, you can have ETFs in it, you can have commodities, you can have derivatives underlying it. However, Everything is structured such that, you know, you have a payoff profile that is actually preempted. So, it allows you to go and invest in all these complex, you know, markets and gives you access to these complex investment instruments, but in a controlled fashion. So, you have more control when you're actually using the structured products. So, that's basically what structured products are. It's just solutions that have got a controlled outcome.
0: And that's the key thing. And I suppose it's knowing what's inside. And if we go back, I don't know, a decade or maybe two ago, these really were for institutions. But they've moved down the ladder and they're very readily available these days for the private investor.
1: Absolutely, Simon. You know, back in the days, structured products were being used by pension funds basically Mm. to structure their outcomes within a pension fund portfolio by big corporates who probably wanted to structure, you know, a particular outcome for the corporate. Maybe they wanted liquidity within three or five years and they would structure, you know, a structured product such that it will give out that type of liquidity. However, with advancements in uh, financial engineering as well as advancements in technology, these solutions are now available to retail investors. They're much more easily available to retail investments. So retail investors can actually invest in this type of uh, structured products because the, you know the minimums are not as high as they used to be. The yeah. complexity has been removed by virtue of the fact that, you know, of the improvements with regards to the financial engineering techniques that are involved with regards to the structure. The payoff profiles are actually much simpler and people can understand what are they actually buying when they're actually purchasing a structured product.
0: That's a great point. I mean, it is that increase in transparency. I said, you know, know what's in it. And it's much easier these days to understand what's in the product. And and also in terms of regulation, I mean, I don't know what the regulation profile was back in the day, 10, 20 years ago. But these days they come from big banks. They're on the JSC. There are layers of protection protection in a sense for investors.
1: Absolutely, Simon. I mean, it's typical of any asset class that is being introduced. You know, it takes time for the regulation to actually catch up with that asset class. So back in the day, you know, we never had a lot of regulation around how structured products are actually regulated. Even, you know, the access mechanisms, they were actually over the counter, which has got slightly less regulation implications as compared to today. So nowadays, you find structured products are issued by banks. Banks themselves are being regulated in terms of the Banking Act, in terms of what they can do, how they can actually set up structured and all the stuff. And then, secondly, they're actually listed. And if you're listing any instrument on the stock exchange, you know, the regulations there are quite, you know, tight. You know, they want to know what type of credit are you using underlying the structure, how long is that credit, and all the stuff. And additionally, you need to actually make that transparent to the client. The client needs to know about it. And then it comes to the sales side. The FSCA is very, very stringent in mm-hmm. terms of who can sell a structured product, mm-hmm. what license category are you supposed to have, and all that. So, all these things actually come together to make the structured products much more transparent and regulated and make it easier for the retail client to actually access these structures.
0: And you mentioned over-the-counter there, which was one of the complexities. These often these days are on the JSE. Some of them do have lock-in periods, three to five years as a rule, but they also, some are providing liquidity, some are providing early redemption as well. So again, understand what it is because not every structured product is the same, particularly in terms of duration and liquidity.
1: Absolutely, you've hit the nail on the head over there, Simon. You know, liquidity was one of the things that people were actually worried about. But, you know, we need to take it a big back. You know, when you're using the financial engineering techniques, for mm. you to get these outcomes that are actually being designed by the structured products, I'll give you an example. A structured product will say, listen, we are actually investing your money such that it'll track a particular index. However, by virtue of being in the structure for a period of three, maybe to five years, we are only going to give you 110% of the return of the index, so there's mm. that pastipation which is higher and above the index. All those things that are required for you to structure that they require time. You know, the call options, the derivatives that are being used, you know, the credit notes underlying, they require time. And hence that's why the bank is able to actually give you that type of an outcome. So it's quite important for people to understand that the liquidity is constrained by the virtue of the financial engineering techniques underlying the structures. However, these days, as you mentioned, Simon, these structures are listed, which means now there's a secondary market. So there's a market maker. Is somebody willing to actually create a price for you and say, Mm -hmm. listen, if you're actually exiting at this point in time, fine, you may not get the same outcome you have gotten in three or five years' time, but I can actually give you this outcome, maybe still with your capital still guaranteed and all that stuff. So that liquidity comes into the picture. Even on over-the-counter, you find that some of the investment banks and some of the banks are willing to actually be counterparty to that trade and offer you a price for settlement over-the-counter.
0: What about fees? Because I mean, I think a lot of the listeners are like, this sounds great, but this sounds like there's a lot inside this and fees start to rack up. I've had a few structured products over the years and they've typically been, the fees have been in the totality. If I put 10,000 Rand in, that would include the fees. Have fees sort of come down as we've seen broadly across the industry?
1: Absolutely, Simon. I mean, with this type of solutions, with more competition coming into the play, you know, more transparency coming in, there is usually pressure on the solution. You know, the cost of the solution typically goes down. Mm -hmm. So that has happened as well with structured products. First and foremost, if you're actually going to be issuing the structured products to you know, players, you really, really need to come down on the fees. (laughs) Typically, as you mentioned, Simon, these fees are actually embedded within the structure. So when you purchase the structured product, it comes with the caveat. It says the fee is embedded in the structure. You might find that the fee of the structured product may be anywhere between two to maybe five percent, but it's embedded in the structure. You don't have to actually take out money from the side and actually pay for that fee in the particular structure. And these fees are actually relatively competitive now, Simon. If you're actually buying a unit trust, you know, you might find that in a balanced fund you can actually get an all-in fee when you take into account your asset management fee, you take into account your administration fee, and then you bring into the advice fee. You could be sitting around about three percent in terms of your fee on an annual basis and structured products are also playing in that realm in that you could actually get an all-in fee from between two to actually five percent so the fees are very competitive and the fees are actually much more affordable now for the retail client
0: we'll leave it there to michael he's had a product at fmb wealth and investments appreciate the time today this show is brought to you by stanlib Visit stanlip.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlip Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.